Hi, everyone. Welcome back again to the Iconist Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Barry3D. That's for Deep Dark Delicious. You can find more of me at Barry3D.com. Very simple. See everything on there, right? Um, and, and I'm here with my cousin, best friend, and co-host, my man, DJ Rod C. Yes, you can find me on, you know, Instagram at Mr. Rod C. But we'll get to that afterwards and everything like that. But hey, welcome to Icon. Welcome. Welcome, people. We back. Part de. Part de. Part de. Middle de. The deuxième fois. The deuxième partie. That, yeah. that, that's well, as far as it goes from a French, it's like, you know, I have a crayon and it's rouge. Okay. Rouge. <laughs> Rouge. <laughs> That's right. So we, we as you watch, watch, you watch part one of our mm-hmm. review of, and I said once again, spoilers, spoilers, just saying, spoilers. We're just gonna say that. Did you hear? We just said spoilers. Okay, spoilers. Okay, we're good. Okay. <laughs> if you've seen part one, then you know part two is gonna be spoilers, right? So we're going into the masters of the universe review in part one we went over episodes one two three we touched touched <laughs> i got ahead of myself a bit on four we're gonna recap four and do five and then give our final picks on that and like usual please you know like subscribe share and and check out everybody else we always talk about first of all the the one the only the man the myth the legend jay bird digital arts jason uh he does jay bird he does all our 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 templates so he's got our templates he's got our names at the bottom Mm. you know our logo he's he's designed all that um other anything you're seeing that i'm usually part of he's done some design definitely on that um and speaking of which keep an eye out once again for uh, the comedy troupe i'm a part of so that's a touch of gray matter we have a whole bunch we got like over 80 videos on our youtube page please you know Check out my uh, favorite pages at the bottom of this. Like, subscribe, share. And very important, hit Mm. the notification so this way you're notified when we drop a new video. Be it here, be it there, be it on the Barry 3D stuff, you know, and and definitely click on on Twitch TV. So twitch.tv, DJ Rod C. Put him in your favorites. Check him out every Wednesday, Roger, out there. Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is when I play. You know, i got some other days I pop up as well on Mondays. But, you know, you can definitely find me every week having fun. Come on down. The party's there. This is what we do. <laughs> Good times, right? That's what it is. And you don't even have to sit there and watch. The beauty is with, with this pod, you know, podcast, I mean, yes, it's on, on video. But you could just play it. And then just listen to it as you drive to work, come home, do whatever, listen to what we have to say in the background. Same thing with Twitch. You turn around, mm. you don't have to watch Rod. Sometimes it's nice yeah. to see him, but you just could let him DJ, play the music. You know, you don't want to hear the same generic music that you put on every radio station. Tune into Twitch, see what these DJs are doing. You want to hear a remix? You want to hear some old school? You want to hear some house? Oh, house, right? You want to hear classic songs like Saturday Love? That, that That's... <laughs> That's what you got to tune in for. And he knows. <laughs> I know Saturday Night Love. Wait, what? what? Don't worry about it. <laughs> that, that's right. That's right. So definitely, you know, check out a Touch of Grey Matter. Um, check out the Facebook page. You can find all my links, all those links, definitely on Battery 3D. And I'm spreading the love. You know, also look out for my man, Jim Oldridge. I saw him uh, mm. last night. So by the time this video comes up, it's going to be a little bit too. But I saw him at a comedy show um, that he came out to support. He's going to be on soon. He goes by Jimmy English. He does Beyond the Balcony. So definitely go and check him out on Beyond the Balcony. 
look for the uh, microphone on the red background. It talks about all movies <laughs> with guests. It's so much fun to listen to. True podcast. He's nice. on season two. And also check out my man, Paul Ash. He does Battle Calm, which is a nerd game show. He does, you know, uh, They Talk Funny, which is an interview show that he does. And he does The Love Doctor, which is hilarious. So he brings on guests on there. And he, his, his, <laughs> his, 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 he puts on, his Newfoundland accent comes out thick, thick. Um, so that's what we're doing. Got to show the love, man. Got to show the love. And then, Gotta oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, you know, David Green. Uh, David Green for the mm. Garden City Comedy Festival. So anything else nice. that way, it's, I'm on there. You'll see it, you know, you know, look for it. And Rusty Nail Comedy, well, in Kitchener. So if you want to see me live, because some things are opening up, once again, go to the website, check it out, see where I'm going to be next. I'm it. all the way from St. Catharines to Kitchener to Toronto Comedy Bar. I'm going to be there um, on August 14th, I believe it is. I was out in Brantford. So you can see me doing my stand-up live Support the stuff. Support the show. Thank you. Here we go. Rod, kick me off on what happened in episode four. Give us the recap. All right, so we have the recap. This is the episode where it's titled Land of the Dead. Dun, dun, dun. So basically, you know, uh-huh. what are heroes? What are heroes? But are, are, are people in this particular field? They have now obtained... They have obtained the sword as yet. They're looking to looking for the sword. Sorry, but looking for the sword. They got a destination. The the, 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 the direction sends them to sub interdia. So basically, it's like hell. It's like they're going to hell. So basically, they made their way to hell. So upon entering, we yes. have our, our 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 team consists of. Let's see now. We consists of. Tila. Yep. Evelyn. Evelyn. Yep. Orko. Mm-hmm. Eastman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrea. Mm-hmm. Roboto. Yes. And why did I just win play? There's. <laughs> no, that's odd. That's odd. Six and seven. Right. There was odd. Right. Seven. Roboto. Right. Cool. Yes. Yes. I just yes. realized because I remember there was an odd. That's why I was like. No, they ended off it right. You're, so, no, you're right. You're right because no, no, the groups break right. out into in two, uh, two, one, two, and three. One. Correct. So yes. So there, there we go. So they basically make their way in. What they do now, they're now being. They walk inside. They're going down. Everybody's saying, "Be attentive. Something's going to happen. Be careful." All of a sudden, like a green type of glowish lights are flowing all over the place. Okro is now being scared as his normal scaredy self. He's like, what's that? And all of a sudden, a flash of light, and basically, people start to realize members of the team have disappeared. In reality, they have just been isolated from each other into their own fear type of globe, type of... Yeah, it's uh, almost, it, literally, they're, they're in a, their own personal hell, right? Yeah, their own personal hell fueled, fueled by fear. By fear. So... We start off with Tila, and she's now broken down into her section. And then the other section consists of Evelyn and Oracle. And then it's Beastman, Andrea, and Roboto. That's right. So let's see. How do we have this fun? Tila now is confronting her fear. And it's basically, I will admit, I do not remember the particular uh, demon 
Villain, I know villain, the, right. villain, villain, right? But I can't remember right. his name particular, but his name. But he was basically one who was. He basically lives off of fear. So he's basically yes. in each person in each group. He was basically actually no. He just did it with Tila. But the other ones, their fear kind of came out. But he basically he confronted Tila, realizing she's the leader, and then basically said, "Okay, we, I'm here to, to feel off your fear. You're here in hell. You're in my world. Your fear is going to be being left." And not knowing the secret of He Man slash Adam. Right. And then basically having basically a battle. They just go into a fight, sword fighting, whatever the case be. Then we switch over to Evelyn. Oh, you know, we can jump in. If you want to jump in at that point, go ahead. Yeah, okay. So um, so the whole thing with Tila, so the, uh, the, the, so the person she's fighting, I, and I can't remember her name, so I'm, I'm going to look it up. But I know I, I shops, uh, Glow, Glow, okay, can't remember right now. But Scare Glow. There it is. Scare Glow. There we go. Scare Glow. So Scare Glow, I I don't ever recall him in the original episodes, but but he was a toy because the Masters of the Universe line had so many figures by the time, you know, season two came out of the filmation. They were just pumping out figures faster than they were actually giving the characters appearances. Um, And and the same thing when they kind of spilled over into She-Ra, right? So she was fighting Scare Glow. Then you have Orko. You know, every time I say Orko, as a West Indian, I want to say Okra. <laughs> Can't even lie. Can't even lie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everything. Because like, who are you fighting? Oh, oh man, look at that. It, it's Teal and Okra. <laughs> I'm Orko. <laughs> right? And that's why I said, I know I talked about it a little bit last time, so we'll kind of get into it. So Evelyn and an Orko, not Okra. <laughs> mm-hmm. Evelyn and Orko, uh, Orko. Okay, he, or Crawford, the rest of the show. No, so he, the rest him, and, of the, him and Evelyn are fighting, but what, but and they're fighting a, a demon. They go back to his homeland of Trollin, a Trollop. Um, and what I liked is you finally get some back, more background. I mean, in the original filmation series, they really touched on him. They they showed a couple episodes where he kind of meets up with some of his family, but I like that this turn he got serious. He's matured. You know, yeah, and he matured, and we talked about this last time. And he, he matured, and he actually has a good conversation with Evelyn. He really connects and is able to open up. And I think the only people that he's opened up to before, prior, was Cringer and, mm-hmm. and Adam, Prince Adam, right? right? Who would know some of his backstory, and they might have known what he's told Evelyn, and maybe not. You know, sometimes it's easier to confront and talk to a person that doesn't know you, that can't judge you, than to someone who really knows you, and then you might think that they might ruin your opinion of them. So, right. you know, Orko was always seen as the Joker, the, uh, the, the magic user, and can't, and can't get it right. In that episode, we found out his true name and the reason why his name is Orko. And as he said, um, you know, forgive me for repeating myself. So in that episode, he turns around and he goes, well, when I was younger, my parents gave me a name of greatness because they wanted me to grow into this great name. They had high hopes for me. But when I was young, I couldn't say the name properly. And I used to say Orko. And it was Eva Lynn that caught up how quick it was. She goes, yeah, so your name was Oracle. And it's like Oracle obviously is a high, you know, ranking name. Mm-hmm. It's like naming your son Prince. Rest in peace. Right. Naming your son Prince, right? Because you want him to be a prince you, you and have that royalty. So you name him to be greatness. And, and just like the musician, he rose to greatness in mm-hmm. his genre. So that's what it was. It's just that he, as a little kid, had problems pronouncing it. You know, when you have little kids, they don't say daddy. They say dada, mama, you know, baba for their bottle sometimes. A lot of yeah. it, right? So he said. Announciation. Orko. Announciation wasn't it. That's all it was. Yeah. The announcement. 
The Annunciation. That's right. That's right. He, he should have got hooked on phonics at a younger age. So when he was growing up, there was people his age that were able to cast spells and he was still having trouble casting those spells. So mm -hmm. he hid his failures with humor. Right, and and that's why he became more of a joker. Even though he tried his best, anytime he messed up, instead of him getting depressed about it, he just kind of laughed it off, and that was his defense mechanism to deal with the failure. And and he had a good heart to heart with Evil Lynn, and and and, and so did Evil Lynn. I'm like, wow, this is this is great. And Evil Lynn opened up about saying, bottom line is. She should have been leading people. She should have been, you know, not caught up in someone else's dream. Pretty much. She's kind of been, yeah, I was following Skeletor because I was into the bad boys. Right. Right. But if you look at Evelyn's history, her father in the original filmation series was a guardian and a, and a high level magic user. And she decided to go, you know, the dark side, uh, lack of a better term. And it kind of disappointed her family. And she knew that, but she still wanted to crave power and do it that way. So she's mm -hmm. no fool. And she does address the fact that, man, instead of following Skeletor, I could have been leading. And it came up in the episode, one of the episodes before where uh, tri uh, Triceratops, yes. you know, turn around and simply, uh, no, sorry, it was Merman. It was Merman. My apologies. So oh, when they're yes, yeah, on, the, on, on the their boat, way yes. to this land you know where they mm -hmm. went down to the land of the dead on the boat merman turned around and told her straight up it's like we could have ruled after skeletor is like you could have had the land i could have had the sea we could have ruled eternia and you walked away from it so it kind of makes you wonder why right and even she addresses it so that 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 there to me is open plot so you know open yes. subplot season two season two well it's the next couple of episodes but yeah so that that was it so that part was really i found for that episode really really informative man it that that sparked something there and that's what i liked and it's mm -hmm. like you got more insight into this character from the different runs you know you know it feels like the, the the original filmation run the one in 2002 when they brought it back again right. Right. really more into into uh evil in so that's it. Then we move on to our next three there, which is Beastman, Roboto, and Andrea. Right. So with them then, basically they were, <clears throat> as we know, Beastman has always been at least portraying to be a follower. He's always being guiding and protecting Evil in wherever she goes. So as soon yeah. as he realized she was just here, like, and again, in reality, they could have been maybe more than five feet away from each other. But in this particular sphere type of environment, the personal hell, he lost yes. sight of her. He's starting to panic. I starting to get all, you know, I don't know what to do. Where is she? Was that? Uh, Andrea, she's basically now, <clears throat> she basically took control. I said, okay, Roboto, find out where we are. Roboto's trying to figure out where he is. Couldn't figure it out. And like saying, mm. I still see nothing. I don't see no life signs or anything like that. And then all of a sudden, they were being watched by some type of predators. Then it became, basically, they just fell under attack. So then they were just fighting them off in that particular realm. So that was more of a, a way of them binding and, come, you know, working together yep. to basically resolve the situation, to get themselves out of the situation. But at this point, again, although they're kind of walking and walking under the same premise of trying to save Eternia and save magic, you now still have Beastman from, say, the evil side, and you have Roboto and Andrew from you know, the good side, but they actually work together to resolve and to get themselves out of the situation. So that's one thing I did like that in regards to 
Beastman actually realizing, okay, we need to work together. And the other two realizing, yeah, we need, we need all three of us need to work together to get out of here. So let's see. So that was, that was, that was a good, I like that part of it. I like that part of the episode that you can just, again, I guess what I really pulled out, as you can hear from me, what I'm pulling out is that they have the ability to work together in that realm. And it also even goes back to Oracle and Evil Lynn, because at a point, they're basically, like Barry's saying, like they were attacked by basically a demon from. Yeah. But what I liked about how that, how that whole thing started, the imagery is basically they are now in a particular room, like a hall of libraries or a big library, basically, in Oracle's world. Yeah, and all you saw is evil eyes popping up, like dark red eyes, and they were shaped out like shadows, to Oracle. And all of a sudden, more eyes started to pop up, and then they just started flying towards him. And basically, instead of being like a three-dimensional figure, it now became flat on the ground, basically, just floated off now like a shadow, racing towards him. And all of a sudden, they all merged together into this one big, excuse me, um, gargan- gigantic demon and basically those two had to work together to yep. defeat and that's another thing again I, what i'm liking about this is that they're realizing that they need to put aside whatever position their past beside them because they realize they got to get this thing through we need to they realize that their whole lives the whole of internal is in jeopardy that if they don't just come together and fulfill this mission of finding these two swords to be able to merge them back together and create the power sword to be able to save eternity and all of magic. So that's one thing I definitely like and pulled away from. At least all these two teams going through their bickering. Yep. So there was enough bickering throughout the whole conversation, throughout the whole you know, crusade or task at this time to get to the point. They've been bickering back and forth. You realize the dream work. They're, they're exactly it. They realized they had to put it put it put it behind each other and said, listen, we need to get out of here. Let's work together. So I liked also the fact with uh, Andrea, you start to see that she is the, the genius, the, the, the inventor is coming out of her, how mm. she was able to create or right. basically able to solve the situation that all the dark entities coming around them, they need us. Um, Roboto said he had the, 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 I can't remember the exact wording of the base of the power source of his cell, but basically she was able to manipulate and wired him up properly so they can have a, a big, burst of light you get rid of the shadows get rid of the shadows right creativity he didn't even think of that to my recollection no no and he's he's got man at arms brainwaves in him right and he didn't think of that so you okay so that opens up a couple of things so here's here's a couple of questions on that um so one and and let's go back backtrack for half a second Mm -hmm. when we're talking about beast man i realize it seems like beast man is not uh, he likes evil in like yes you know, I don't know what how Evil Lynn looks at Beastman, but there's 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 more than friendship. I think that Beastman has romantic feelings for Evil Lynn, right? Yes. Um, he's very protective of her. Now, I'm not sure if they she's returning those feelings. I've I've, I've watched the episodes and I don't really she's thankful, but she doesn't seem to go past a certain thing. So I'm not sure if they're gonna address that a little bit more or not. Um, mm-hmm. Why he's so protective of Evil Lynn of all people because he could have teamed up with other members of you know skeletor's forces and been protective of them or teamed up and no it's really evil in that he kind of sticks with right so that i want to see a little bit more or get a little bit more explanation on you know see if they did have history because it's been a couple of years since skeletor's been gone and, so and this is what i feel a relationship and maybe it fell apart or and this is what i feel 
Yeah, yeah. They had a relationship and it fell apart. He's still just protective of her. Or maybe it's kind of going that way and she does have feelings for him, but she's more reserved, right? She's got her mind on the prize. So you that's see, one. Because I'm thinking, I'm thinking like if there is a romantic, like you're saying, exactly. If there's a romantic type of feeling going on there, it may be one way, as you can clearly, yeah, clearly see, but you've more or less just given the impression. What I feel is like, I'm wondering if they're going to, you know, reveal it in the next season that during the time that they were off, yeah. something might have happened to him where she came to his rescue and by her being his savior oh, yeah. out of a situation that he couldn't do himself, where it was probably life-threatening and like saying, listen, if he's, I he's don't just get out of eternally this, grateful and protective because she saved exactly. him. Exactly. Okay. I get that. I get that. So we can, we hopefully they'll open up a little couple of doors and hopefully reveal a couple of stuff in the following seasons regarding that. Um, but that was definitely shown that there's something there. So that's something we, you know, they were smart to put in there. We can put a pin on that. We know we're yeah. going to have to resolve, come back to that. I like that. Eventually. Put a pin on it. Yep. You're right. Okay. And, and the thing with Andrea, clearly to me, you know, all the characters are a little bit older, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think just speaking long-term wise, Andrea is going to be a staple in this new <laughs> series. Uh, uh, you know, we, we know there's another five episodes. It's supposed to be then it's done. We'll, we'll see if it's done. Usually when a fans react positive to it and unlike it, they're, they always kind of say, hey, let's keep going for a little bit longer. You know, look at Lucifer. Lucifer was supposed to end how many seasons ago? And then every time it comes on, we're still going. Okay, this is the last season. Okay, guys, got, got, we're doing one more, but this is the last season. Okay, guys, what, what, guess what? Ah, we're going to do one more, <laughs> right? So that's how it's been going with Lucifer. And don't get me wrong, I like Lucifer, but get back on topic. So if, if fans really get behind this a lot more after the, the second batch of episodes get released. Correct. They might just they say, hey, we're going to keep it going for a little bit longer, like how they did with the Voltron that was on Netflix. So right. we'll, we'll see. They will see. So uh, that's just my own thing. Um, but in this episode, you're right. So that covers everyone there. Tila goes back mm-hmm. and, and they're going with Tila. She figures out how to defeat the, the main person. And then at one point, they, you know, so after Andrea pulls off her move and, and gets rid of all the shadows, it gets rid of the shadows for her, Roboto, and, and Beastman, mm-hmm. right? It, you know, and then um, very quickly after that, because it was so much outpouring of power, we lose Roboto. You know, bada bing, bada boom, there's an explosion, and, and okay, that minus one. You're right? Well, not, I, not as yet. Not as, not yet. as yet? Hold on, then I'm getting yeah. confused. I, I watch everything in a blur. My bad. So that's, that's, that's the next episode. Oops, sorry, my bad. See, I make that's mistakes. No, 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 no. Right, so, that's, let's that's, take that's it back. We all know this is spoilers anyways. So we take it back. So, yeah, that's right. So, sorry. So they get, rid, they get rid of all the shadows. Okay, great. That's all gone. And then when the shadows go for them, it also disappears for Evelyn and Orko, right? And then uh, Tila realizes when she's fighting that first she's fighting, a, her fear gets manifested as He-Man. And then after it changes, when she kind of says, I'm taking back control of my fear, it, it, it's manifested as a version of herself. Right. So but she's got to uh, fight. No, 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 she has, to, she has to fight herself because Scareglow realized, like, in conversating with her, being yes. a representation of Adam, of He-Man, he realizing, I'm not getting anywhere with her. She's not being fearful. And then she said something that made him realize, oh, wait a minute, you're not fearful of Adam. You're fearful of yourself, of succeeding. And yes, you know, of, of so forth, and that's when she started to fight herself. But she realized, like, yeah, I, I admit, I, I was fearful. I was fearful being, you know, that I couldn't fulfill the promise, 
that I, you know, that I'd be good enough. You know, the, the normal kind of fears people have when you're of course. in a position. She, 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 and she just got promoted, right? So th- yeah, she's got a fear of being the new man at arms. That's a lot of responsibility. I mean, when you get promoted sometimes, the first reaction is like, yeah, I got promoted. But then you look yeah. back and see everyone looking at you going, hey boss, now what? And you're like, holy crap, I got to be in charge of all these people. I have all these lives that are depending on me. Um, if I make a mistake, people die. That, that's, that's crippling that's at heavy. times. That's heavy. That's heavy. That's very heavy. It's very heavy. But the good thing about it, she realizes, she recognizes that. And with that, she's able to stand in that fear and realize she accepted. So she wasn't fearful. She's like saying she, she owned up to it. And the wonderful thing about that too, is when she started to own up to it, Scare Glow started to realize like, I'm, I'm not in control of the situation anymore. I've lost control. And there's, there's a little part you have to put a pin on is that when she really got full understanding of she's in charge of this fear and she took control of it. She's basically similar in the same sense that happened with Andrea and Roboto, that there was a big light of, you know, lining light that just succumbed and just erased all, all the darkness. Yes. Same that happened to her. But the, the sweetest, slightest thing you notice just Do before. It. Do it. All of a sudden when she just basically powered up and, you know, full confidence, there was like a slow little extra layer of glow upon her. And yes. it looked a little reminisce of a certain sorceress. But I digress. Pin, we'll come back to that after this. Absolutely. Pin. And I, I get you because when she did it, so it came, it, it, so, you know, anyone listening that's not watching it, or haven't watched it, this, this energy ring that comes about her from her, it comes about maybe midway, around her waist, like how you have mm-hmm. the rings of Saturn. It, it comes out that way and it expands from her out. And that's what gets rid of the deep. And the color scheme of that energy ring is very reminiscent of the sorceress when she casts spells and the energy that comes out of her hands. It has that same kind of color scheme. Mm-hmm. Now, as we said before, we we all know in um, if you know if you are a classic fan of the filmation episodes of He Man, they did confirm that Tila is the daughter yeah. of the sorceress. sorceress yes and you know um they they, they you know she she the, the you know the sorceress had a sacrifice and to protect teela at the time she had to give her up for adoption you know she knew man at arms so she gave teela the man at arms to be the adoptive father and mm-hmm. he raised her from a baby to a full-grown woman trained her in everything he knew right so she does have magical energies in her. She's just never purposely accessed Access. them. Right. She hasn't been Unknowingly. taught them. Right. Knowingly. Right? So that's one. And then the other aspect is that she's not... Everyone knows... That, when I say everyone. So Prince Adam uh, knows, uh, you know, slash He-Man knows that Tila is the daughter of the sorceress. Man-at-Arms mm-hmm. knows this also. Right? Right. We can assume maybe Cringer does know too. Maybe, maybe. But everyone else has been sworn to secrecy, and the only person that doesn't know is Tila. So keep in mind that Tila, at the beginning of this episode, um, you know, the beginning, she got upset because there were all these secrets, and then she walked okay. away. And then every time she says no more secrets, people think about it because it's not their place to say. It's really up to the sorceress. And every time they go to reveal, say, okay, well, there is one more secret. Let's just clear the air. For something, something happens that makes them stop, or Tila just says, not now, we'll deal with it later. So there's also a possibility that, giving some thought, maybe Tila has an idea that her mm. mom is the sorceress. 
has a slight idea. And every time they go to, and this is my thing, my theory, right? Every time they go to say, it's like, hey, we want to tell you the secret. And she's like, kind of, no, not now. I'm not ready to deal with this emotional baggage right now. So she's, maybe she's stopping them because she suspects, mm, and, and, right? And doesn't want to really have the confirmation of Obviously. it at the particular moment. She's not emotionally ready to deal with it. Because like, look, she walked away for how many years when she found out about Adam? And then it comes down to the absolute last question. Who's the father? Maury, Maury, Maury. Right? And I was trying to do some research online. I, I saw some stuff and I'm like, oh, okay, no. So, you know, the, the whole running joke is who's the father? And I, I, they never said it in the Filmation episodes. No. They never said it in the 2002 episodes. I, so we, we know who the mom is. We, we, we know, you know, one plus one is supposed to be two. You know, um, I know there's someone said maybe a clone, you know, Tila's maybe a clone of the sorceress. And I, I'm like, ah, oh, that doesn't make, no, don't give me that clone. I had enough of clone stuff after Spider-Man. Um, so no, don't want it to be a clone. I want it to be a biological daughter. The question is, who's the father? And I saw like really outside there, someone said that it could have been Fisto. <laughs> what a name. Hmm. It could have been Fisto. And they're saying, you know, and someone was writing a script kind of like Fisto was the brother of man at arms, but he was also the biological father of Tila. And I'm like, nah, not Fisto. <laughs> well, you know, Fisto and Duncan, man at arms look look alike. But so right, right. So that, that's just well, well, we'll we'll see how that one is. Because I'm just here looking just to get my mind. Because I know I, I I came across it like saying there was the episode where man at arms did say he was one of Eternia's greatest men. Mm-hmm. So it's it's now. You're right. It's like who is is Duncan talking about himself to just sway I'm, off the conversation? Yeah. Or I'm trying to think who else? Who else have we known to be one of the greatest men of Eternia? Well, see, well, come on. Now let's 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 go back for half a second, right? And and and, and not jump ahead too much. So, mm-hmm. if it's a ter- one of Eternia's greatest men, right? So they can go a couple of ways just with that phrase. So one, I don't think it's Duncan at all. It's it's definitely not Duncan. Because mm-hmm. he Duncan, classic man at arms, is Eternia's most dangerous man, not his greatest man. The greatest person that comes to mind is He Man. Now hold on, I'm not saying Prince Adam He Man. He Man, but He Man is a title that you get that's been a guardian of Eternia over time. So there's been other great heroes He-Man. that follow yeah. the line of. That He Man follows from, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it's like you know Optimus Prime. Oh, okay. There's many other primes before Optimus. We know Optimus, but there's multiple primes before Optimus Prime. Just like there was many heroes before mm-hmm. He Man. So could her father have been one of them? You know, well that's it. There's a very great possibility because all of them are major heroes, and they represent the best of Eternia. So I think it's someone of that caliber. Once again, not He-Man, but we have to look at the past, right? It could have been Hero. It could have been uh, Gray Skull. It could have been whoever. So if it's one of Eternia's greatest men, right? You know, once you don't do no bait and switch on me saying, well, her father's Skeletor and and it was, and his father was, you know, Skeletor before he was Skeletor. He'd be like, come on now, don't Darth Vader me. 
<laughs> which would explain her snake look armor in the toy, right? Because then she would have that kind of aspect behind her, but because the toy had this kind of snakeish right. armor at one point, uh, yeah. So no. it had a basically it had a female serpentor type of look, but we'll just leave it at that. Come on, you know son. Come on, son. Come on, son. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that that's just like off the cuff there. So mm-hmm. at the end of this episode, we're getting there. You know, they finally get rid of all the shadows. They realize, you know, Tila finds out how to get the half of the dark sword, right? Because right. she overcomes and Freya, she confronts her whole persona about, you know, uh, her failing and, and overcoming that. And then that sword kind of manifests because at one point she almost makes a deal with him. Uh, with uh, what's his name again? I keep forgetting. Is uh, uh, Scar um, Scareglow? Scareglow. Scareglow. So she makes a deal with Scareglow. Scareglow is like, "Oh yeah, give me your fear, and I'll give you the sword." And then at one point she's like, "Well, you know what? I renege on that deal. I don't need you to give me the fear to find the sword. I can find it myself." And then you know the sword manifests, and she gets the sword. He's like, "No!" And he goes to attack her, and he's trying to get there, and then all of a sudden, my man Okra. Orko, Orko shows up and says, go, I got this, mm-hmm. and start casting a spell. And for once, the spell works as intended. Exactly. And then he starts amplifying the spell, and he's amping it up. And, and, and Scareglow is still walking through the, the, the blast of this spell, but still Radiation. moving himself slowly towards it. And he's, Orko's pushing him back further, you know, and, it's not, and then a, the portal opens for them to leave hell uh-huh. uh, and but everyone's screaming like no we don't want to go we can't leave him we can't leave him behind and tila's trying to run towards orko to grab him to pull him through the doorway and he's like nope i got this and 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 at one point him and scareglow kind of scareglow finally gets his hands on orko orko and there's a a magical explosion and it just pushes all the Everybody heroes through. through that portal right and that's the portal to heaven, but it pushes them right through that portal, and that's the last we see of Oracle. Oracle. Uh-huh. He, he, you know, he sacrificed himself. If you go back part one, you know that he was just holding on because there was no magic in Eternia, so he was kind of slowly dying. Um, he was pulling off the magic in that realm of hell. He sacrificed himself, and that hit me hard. I'm like, you don't want to see characters that you've grown up with that was oh since gosh. the 80s, man. You know, turn around and just. Oh. Yeah, listen. I was like, I was, I like feels. stood up. I was stood up, and I'm like, did they, did they just, did they just took her uncle? They just took her uncle. They just took her uncle. They just took her uncle. What was going on, Orko? No. Yeah, it 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 took me for a spin. It took me for a major spin. I'm like, I'm gonna give you the golf clap that you went full left. You didn't even tell me to buckle up. You took a full left turn, and I was not ready. And my face planted into the window like Auto Man. I was not yes. ready. Was not ready. Auto man. Uh, great, great show. We got to cover that one time, but yes. Oh, for sure. Right. So but. Th- this, this was, yeah. So, so yeah, I wasn't ready for that, but, but it, it shows like we were saying the maturity of Oracle. You can see him just building and realizing yeah. that, you know what? He's, he's not the, he's not the frail young little one that we knew from the eighties from filmation. No, you can show that he's he's now grown up. He's got some maturity behind him, and especially like we said, when we had the convers when he had the conversation with Evelyn, talking about his past and his heritage, just in that lane, you can hear the maturity and like you know, like I I have you know I I'm I'm a better person now, like I'm grown up. So I'm like, it was 
the final thing for you. Like this is this is what I was made for. This is who I came. I was here to hold off while you guys continue on the path. Yeah. And I was like, it was it was it was good. Yeah, yeah. That that got me in a feel. So that was yeah, yeah. You know, play, play, cue, cue, you know, uh, Bill Bixby's music when he's leaving town <laughs> as, as Bruce Banner. I'm gone. Right? I was like, what? Like, okay, let me, let me, let me put it this way. Before we jump on to episode five, Kevin Smith, let me, let me talk to you, man. <laughs> you are as a, you was a bad man. Kevin Kevin Smith, you turned around and you and you did that to all of us. You you got rid of Oak or uh, Oko Okra Okra. I keep that in my head. I can't I know, get it out. I know. Right? I know. Orko. Orko. And you you got rid of him. We were. It was so sudden. We weren't prepared for that. Oh. You, Kevin Smith, have a heart problem. <laughs> Why do you say that? And you do something like this, and you make us, and you hit us in the feels, and you almost gave me a heart problem. Why are you trying to spread the shock to people's hearts? You, of all people, should know better and at least ease us in because we're about the same age, same generation, and dude, you almost, <laughs> you almost killed me, and and you know. So why you want to do? Don't you understand? You were close to the other side. Don't bring us with you, man. You should have eased us yeah, into right. that shock. You know, people of our age can't handle shock like that quick. Come on now, man. Just one. You, go, <laughs> you know, I got it. I got to stay around to see the other five episodes. Don't mess with my health. I got to stay around for the next five episodes, Kevin. I got to stay around and see phase four of Marvel, Kevin. I got to still stay around yeah, and watch yeah. the flash movie flashpoint. Kevin, don't, don't take me out before I'm going to put, I'm going to spice this and put this up for Kevin Smith. Don't take me out before I see the rest of this golden age of comic books on the big screen and streaming services. Kevin, Mr. Kevin Smith almost kill me putting that shocker. With, Don't do that to me, man. You know what? I've been walking more. I've been watching what I've been eating because I realized I want to, I want to live, man. I, Cause Marvel's got a lot of stuff coming out. I need to see the Hawkeye uh, series. I need, I need to see, you know, she Hulk coming out. Come on Kevin. You don't take me out before i still gotta watch eternals kevin don't take me out before these things come out kevin man of steel 2 they're talking about it kevin kevin smith don't kill me today that shock almost was it okay episode five you good you got out of you good all right so i'm good once once well, no, 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 but you see, see, this is this is how smooth he was. This is how smooth he was. Kevin was smooth. He took us in the back and not took not not took it. He just took us around the corner in the back alley. But he brought us to the front. Why? What was the last thing you see in episode four? Everybody's now fall through, wake up. Like, is this heaven? This is Paternia. Well, what about Urko? What about Urko? And all you hear is Tila. Everybody focused to someone at the top of the hill. And who is it? Adam. Prince Adam, see, once again, my heart couldn't handle the shock. You got rid of... That's why he softened you up. That's why he softened you up. He saved you. He, he, saved he you. tried to... Yeah, but you see, I almost didn't make it past Oracle. See, look, Kevin, you're doing Clerks 3. Dude! Dude! Clerks 3! Don't take me out before Clerks 3. All right, 
So we see Prince Adam. <laughs> Come on, man. Hey man this, this, this is what we do, Kevin. This is what we do. So yeah, so now we're on the we're on the we're on the fifth episode. So yes, basically, we now see the team, the remaining of the team, basically arrive on Paternia. Now this is basically heaven. Wonderful. So I love how this turns out because now they they reunite with Adam. Um, unfortunately. Through all this turmoil that Taylor mm-hmm. has been going through, she's got herself to a better place. She's trying to get herself to a better place. Yes. She sees Adam. Yes. She reverts back to like, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm just like, like you, you, I can't, I got to catch my breath. It's one of those moments where you're mad at the person. You're so happy to see them, but you're still mad at them. It's like, man. Uh, I'm going to hit you Why? off the two for flinching, hit you off the head for dying, but glad to see you. <laughs> Five you across been? the eyes. Five across the eyes. Five across, across the, the eyes. eyes. Pop, pop. What? So, yeah. So, that was that was <laughs> wonderful. Hilarious and wonderful seeing that she still had the ni- dynamics of being still angry at him. Yeah. <laughs> Throughout this sort of turmoil, turmoil. But it was cool that you now find Adam finding out and now Adam trying to figure out what's going on, why are you guys here and so forth. They're not revealing the information as yet. Finding out who's missing, find out Oracle, Oracle just passed away. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was nice that you can now see it. It just, it just left, you know, uh, what's the right word of saying? Like the whole, the whole atmosphere, the whole environment now is just more alleviated, it's just more relaxed a little bit because now yes. they're on, they're on the heavenly side. Yes, the stress is not is, is is not so heavy. They're saying, "Well, we got to yeah, find they leverage from going from hell to heaven." Right? Yeah. Okay. So now we know we're looking now to tell him we need to find the sword. Oh, you mean this sword? My man pulls out. Aha! Uh-huh. Now he has the other half of the sword. Why do you need it? This basically, Eternal is on a brink of just destruction. Is about yep. to pass out. Is about to catch his last breath. We need magic back up in there, and we need to get these swords back together. So yep. that was. Um, that was great. Taking that, taking that aspect and like, you know, just saying, okay, what we have to do. Roboto is now in, in charge. Now, well, he's has to take point now. This is the whole reason why you're here, Roboto. Yes. You're, you're basically at the minds of, you know, of a younger man at arms. You now need to be able to put this thing together. Let's go, go gadget and get it done. Okay. <laughs> that was my Power Rangers thing. I don't know why I did that instead of go, go gadget, but yeah, that was still works for me. It works for you. All right, it works. So the jokes out is that that aspect of it, Roboto, Andrea, who else went with it? It's just those two that went together hmm. to try to look into that. So what I loved about this too is that Adam now is saying like, okay, there's only one person who can probably help us out. We need to get a hold of them. Um, yeah, today is a certain is the the chase. Yep. And 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 we're gonna we're gonna go in a. We're gonna go connect with the guy who can help us out. So who we're looking for? Uh, King Grayskull. No problem. So that was hilarious. That now you're starting to see other characters. And as you and I were talking, you know, before we even got into this whole yep. thought process of saying we're gonna actually do these, we're gonna have these little quick little reveals on the show. When they start now bringing up all the other characters, all these characters are the ones from the the toy collection. Yes, uh, the, the mini comic book, the toy the collection. Mini, com- mini com- comic books that came with it. You start to see revealing all the people here. Hero 
and that was that was hilarious when you now having him having a conversation with Hero, um, the previous, and I would take it that this, that was the previous uh, sorceress. Yep, yep, that, that was, was the that ancient was sorceress from the, the mini comic book, you know, who who didn't even speak English. Um, you know, at one point, she she when she does kind of speak English, she turns around and calls like you know Adam Flea Man instead of He Man. <laughs> Cause he's so small, so small and frail. He's so small and frail. <laughs> yeah, he's also, you know. And then you had, uh, so you had Hero. You know, they're looking for uh, Grayskull himself. Clearly named, you know, Castle Grayskull. Grayskull. He was the, the first one. Uh, and then they showed some other ones in the background from the toys, right? So I you know what was interesting for me was one of them was uh, uh, Starios. I think his name was. Um, and I have to look it up. He he came with a chair. He he was like a cosmic cosmic being. He was in some of the filmation episodes. So he always sat on a chair like Metron from the New Gods, mm. you know. And he was very. And he had like a white helmet, big goggle eyes into the helmet and all that. But you saw him standing in the background. So I'm like, oh, okay. So you're here over Turnia, and he was supposed to be a cosmic being. Nice seeing others from the toy. Even if some of them didn't speak or have any speaking roles, it was still nice to see them represented. And then you realize all the heroes now come to, to this heaven, right? This was their Valhalla. Right. And, and this was for those who actually sacrificed themselves yeah. in a very heroic way. It's not like they, they just died in battle or anything no, like that, no. that anybody was here. This was like the, the Valhalla. This was the next level. This was like the, the top of the top, the cream of the cream. This is where like saying, okay, this is the penthouse on top of the penthouse. Right, right, and and that, and only those who who sacrifice them lives their lives heroically would end up here. So it was great that you can just see, like you say, all the historic people that we knew of from the toy line comic book strips that were sent out with the, with the toy lines back in the yep, days. Absolutely, absolutely. So you you now starting to see this. These these people literally are the history foundation of. He-Man and Master of the Universe. That's, yeah. that's what these guys are. Well, this is why it's called Masters of the Universe, right? It's not He-Man. It's Masters of the Universe. It's covering everybody else. And I like that he's drawn on the history from the toys, from the, um, I think it was the 1987 cartoon or uh, 83 mm-hmm. cartoon. Uh, you know, I'm old. I get dates. And then I know the 2002 cartoon. And then mm-hmm. the other, the newer one, right, where He-Man was slimmer and he was in outer space. And we call him Space He-Man. That's my, I call him. Um, so all of those He's drawn on history and, and throwing the characters in there as much as possible as appropriately. I mean, keep in, keep in mind. I mean, if you look behind me, for those who are watching, take, take a look behind my, myself. And you just see a, a smidgen of the toys that were made for the He-Man Masters Universe line. And when I say the toys, I'm talking all the figures. So you got to figure how many good guys, how many bad guys. There's, there's more that you'll ever catch in the episodes. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing with G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe, if you collected a comic book or you collected the, or you watch a TV show, the, you know, the original run, there were so many Joes that there's no way you could put them all in one show at times. It's, it's, so that's another, that's a hard one. So, you know, good on Kevin for drawing up for who was appropriate for certain times. Like, you know, hey, if we're going to go to heaven, then we can show Hero and Grayskull and Staros and, 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 and then we can put in, you know, the original sorceress, right? Because we know mm. that the sorceress is passed down line to line. Someone always takes over that role of that guardian of Castle Grayskull. All right. right. So the current sorceress, we know she's there with the castle. You know, the, the original sorceress, it seems that here she is because they got similar looks, but boom 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 it's it's all there 
all right? And some of them spoke and it stays with us in the storyline, but others were in the background like, hey, all right, man, I remember you, I remember you. The cool thing is people can watch this and say, I had that toy. I had that toy or I wanted that toy. I wanted that figure. That, that, that works out. So being there, they got the sword, dealing with Adam, um, and, and then they come up with their plan saying, okay, well, we got the other sword. We got to put the other sword together. How can we do this, put this sword together, right? So this is where I jumped across and jumped ahead from episode four into five with, mm. with certain people passing. So Roboto, you know, along with Andrea, he has that power source to use it to merge those swords together. At the same time, Adam saying, hey, well, you know, there's a way, I think, you know, talking to, to Hero, right? And mm-hmm. one of the other um, um, members said, there is a way for you to go back, but no one's ever tried it, right? And keep in mind that if you go back, you know, so you can go back to Eternia, you can go back to life, you can continue your, your, your life, but if you die again, coming to Paternia is a one and done. Right. So if you go back. There's no guarantee. No, well, and you die again. There's no guarantee. We don't think you're going to come back a second time. You've been here once and you left it on your own free will. It's like, okay, you go and you win yourself a house in whatever lottery draw and all that. And you get the house for free. And then you turn around and say, well, I'm going to move, you know, to a different spot. I'm going to move to a different country. So moving to a different country, now you have to buy a house. Doesn't mean the house you had for free is going to stay there. You're going to have to sell it. Right. And so pretty much he's kind of saying, well, I'm walking away. I'm, I'm selling away my, my being in heaven to live one more time and can't guarantee that you're going to get back here again. You know how good it is. You've done your time. There will be another hero. Let them go on. And, and you heard the conversations like, hey, Adam, you don't have to go. You can let them go on. Let's let them take the sword. You've done well for Eternia during your run as He-Man. They're here. They're not dead. So for them to go back, okay, they were never originally supposed to be here in the first place. They kind of just hopped the fence. Right. So no, but you go back and you die, you might just c- turn into dust. You you won't come back in here. It's a good chance you won't come back. So Adam looks at it and it's like, okay, well, I'm going to find out how to get back. I'm, I'm still determined to go back with my friends because he feels guilty that he's left behind his loved ones. He didn't get a chance to say goodbye to his mom, his right. dad. You know, he, he sees the hurt that he's put Tila through. So he kind of wants to make amends with everybody and, and come clean. And I get that because keep in mind, even though everyone else has aged X amount of years, Prince Adam still, has not. He's still in that young man body. Right. So he's got to go back and one more time, one more time. Right? He's got to go back. So he makes that decision to go back. They tell him, okay, you go through the portal. That's how you do it. Um, they go around to form the power sword once again with the two halves, which was like very reminiscent of a comic. Roboto mm-hmm. turns around, opens up his power cell. Andrea puts it together. They merge it. It's all this energy. And they get the swords to join. But the power output was so immense mm-hmm. that Roboto now at this point, bada bing, bada boom, boom. gone. Mm-hmm. Two episodes, two people shy. Like permanently gone. Okay, you know that one was like ah. Oh. I'm still I'm still with episode four with Oracle. It, it, that hit me in the feels, Kevin. But here, here's a funny thing. The eyes. Here, here's a funny thing. Yeah. Paternia is for those. This is going back to what I just saying. Yet if you die, unless you die of 
if you you may die, but if depending on your death, it may not it may be heroic, but it may not be heroic enough for you to come over. Because mm-hmm. if Oracle now dying heroically, heroically, you know, trying to take that last one, holes off Scareglow while everyone makes an escape, he yes. died being a hero. Uh-huh. You could say maybe you're on the short list to go to Paternia. So you would expect him on the other side, but when he flipped over, he wasn't there. Roberto, Roberto is now Roberto is now the same thing. I'm doing something heroic to put the two shields, the two swords together. Mm-hmm. That's I'm doing that for Eternia. So technically, if he were to die, he should have just woke up like you know, oh, I'm in I'm in Paternia. I guess I'm not going nowhere. I'm on that side. Was it enough? You, you didn't you didn't hit enough levels. Well, your level your level status of heroic heroic type of movements. It was good. Well, okay, so here comes my theory because I, I thought about that, right? And mm-hmm. my theory is okay, so for one, let's go back to Oracle. Oracle would not show up on Paternia even though he died because he's from a different dimension. So he would probably go the equivalent to his heaven in his dimension back on Trollop. Right. But, but that. Okay, no, no, no. I see, I see what you're saying. I right, because let's put this way. Okay, let, let, we were, and and as, as I'm going to touch on very lightly religious beliefs, and and that's what I mean. People who are Christians say we go to heaven. People who are and and, and I could be wrong. Um, you know, Indians uh, believe in reincarnation. Right. Mm-hmm. Everyone, every religion. Let me just say, every religion has their own versions of heaven okay. and hell. Yeah. They have their yeah. own versions of the afterlife. So, keeping that in mind, if Oracle dies here on Eternia, his soul be- will go back to his native right. religious background oh. and his right. version of heaven. So he wouldn't be in Paternia. He would no, be in his own version valid. of heaven. That's a valid, that's a valid way of looking at it. Right? So that's, that's what I'm saying. You know, it, it's like, look, um, as, as, you know, if you're a Christian and you believe in heaven and, and that's where you go, then that's where mm-hmm. you would go. If you are a um, uh, from Norway, and let's say you really follow the Norse thinking and religion of the afterlife, right. then if you die, you're going to go to Valhalla, right. right? So this is what breaks down. So this is what I mean by that. So hopefully you all catch what I'm saying is that Oracle, to me, I think Oracle is in heaven, but he wouldn't be in Paternia because he wasn't, uh, he didn't have Paternia, he didn't have Eternia beliefs. I'm not saying he wasn't a good person, but no, no, his fully, religion... Fully you know, his background wasn't, wasn't like rooted. It wasn't rooted to Paternia. Exactly. Exactly. Where Adam and all of them, they're, they're heroes, for example, because Paternia is like their Valhalla, in my opinion. So their mm-hmm. heroes are hero, Grayskull, and so forth. You know, um, uh, Orko would, would say, hey, man, I'm, I'm with you. These guys represent good things. I'm all about that. But my heroes are so and so, so and so, and so and so. And I know I when they you. died, you call it Paternia. We call it Trollopian heaven. Right. So that's where I think he's at. They would have to go through different versions of heaven to find Oracle because they have to go to his version of heaven. You know, this is why you had, especially back in the day, you had Norse, you know, so you had the, you know, the Norse and, 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 and Vikings and their afterlife and the Greeks and the Romans and the Egyptians. Everyone has their own afterlife and would go, their souls will go appropriate there. It's like, okay, you're one of us. Okay, you're one mm-hmm. of us. So I think he's there. Now with Roboto, he's a robot. Even though he has the brainwaves of, of men at arms, he's still a machine. Mm-hmm. There's I, no afterlife for machines, you know. Well, well, that's exactly. He, he got recycled, but in a sense, at the end of his, 
as he was passing away, he was saying mm-hmm. a lot of things. I say, I know I'm a machine. I now, I, I feel, I feel it real, the realness of it. So it's, it was turning out to be a human moment, a human moment. So well, I can I, understand where, where, although he is still, you know, biologically metal and yes. electronics and, you know, basically from a machine standpoint, yeah. at the very end, he was trying to, he was basically feeling that. So I'm like, okay. Yeah, I get that. I, I get that. But, you know, since he was just a copy of Man-at-Arms, like, for example, if Man-at-Arms died, then I could see Man-at-Arms there. Mm-hmm. With Bartle, you know, as much as I like to say, yeah, man, I'm, I'm hoping for a grasp of hope, bring him back. I, I really think that he, he wouldn't be in heaven because he stole a machine. He, he has thought process. So it, it really comes down to the, the, the question of, is a soul tied into your thoughts or are they separate? Meaning, if he has the thoughts but no soul, then he wouldn't be reincarnated because he's seen as a machine. But mm-hmm. if his soul is a part of those brainwaves and those thoughts, then yes, then that would help him get there to the afterlife and he might show up after. So that deep questions, mm-hmm. deeper than I can go. Someone let me know in the comments below and we can discuss that on an upcoming episode. I'd love to discuss it, you know, in a, in a, in a nice, positive political way. I mean, it's not about who's right or wrong. It's just, let's open up the line of thinking. So that's, that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this is why I think, you know, that's my two points of, why those two wouldn't be in Paternia. That's how I was taking it. And if Kevin Smith wants to chime in on this, let us know. Sure, because I want to talk about him and my ticker and what you almost did to me. Okay. Um, <laughs> right? So, so after that, basically yes. realizing now that the sword is now back as one, we're now at the point where mm. they realize they now have the opportunity and the ability to go back. Well, they confirmed with Grayskull and Grayskull does say, does say, yes, you do have the ability to go back. So like Barry was saying earlier, that at this point, everyone else can leave. All, they all can leave. And, and you know, Adam, if you go, you may not come back. And Adam, I remember hearing the part where Adam asked him, so wait, you knew about this? So how come you never left? He said, why would I leave heaven? Why would I leave? <laughs> Everything, like, like, like there may not be a chance for me to come back, but this this is the this is the final destination, and it's there's no worries. I'm good. This is the ultimate retirement plan. This is the ultimate retirement plan. So with, with a high leaving? level of insurance, so you 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 know it's like the game of life. You won. You got the high insurance. You've got the the you know you're set for life. You don't have to worry about money from the government per month. You know if something goes wrong, it's automatically fixed. That 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 there is what we try to do here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah <laughs> it's like what insurance provider you have man it's like my map let's just say it, i'm platinum card what does that mean don't worry about it everything is covered <laughs> if i want a new body platinum card <laughs> put my brain in new body i'm good so he, he you're right he they never want to leave because they've done their time they've mm-hmm. done their big fights they've made their sacrifices this paternia is their reward why would you want to leave you know, it's like one and done. Hey, and you know what? It's not like I left you guys in bad hands. There was another hero that stepped up to the game because clearly there was Grayskull and he was there and did what he had to do. Okay, well, I'm out. And then, you know, he's doing his thing all of a sudden. Hey, who are you? Well, I'm Hero. Hero? Yeah, well, I was a guardian of attorney and, 
And then I was doing my thing. And I was following what you did, Gray Skull. And guess what? Well, my time's up. And now here I am. It's like, hey, man, you want to go on a hunt? No problem. What about turn you? Don't worry. Another hero will step up. We've made a legacy. And exactly what it is. They don't have to worry about going back because they know someone else will pick up the slack. Not slack, but someone will take up the role. Right. In oh, Adam's absolutely. case, Adam's case, it's like, oh, someone will pick up the role, right? You guys are all here. Someone else picked up the role. I picked up the role for you. So we good? We good? We cool? We cool? Yeah, Adam, there's no more magic. What? Adam, the power sword's gone. Oh, wait a minute. What? <laughs> so the one thing that can help the next hero is not there? Yeah. Oh, I got to go back. <laughs> Right, that that was it. Like every time there was something there, that sword was there. Gray Skull was always there. They, they they it got bigger, they amassed more, and now, you know what they needed for the next hero. Because if the sword was there, they wouldn't need Adam. Correct. If the power sword was still there, magic was still on Eternia. You know, the sorcerers will find a new, you know, a new, a new hero, hero, and, that and it would have been it. done just like her when she got old. She was like, "Well, it's time for me to find a new sorceress to take my role," and it would have yep. been done and passed it on as the new guardian of Grayskull and would have gone on, but because Skeletor was so evil and worked it that he got rid of all magic, ooh, he, 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 he put a staple in their plan. Right. Completely. So you're right. So they had to make that decision, get themselves back. Adam leaves, makes the decision. They all leave. They get back to Eternia. And even going back, you know, keep in mind, everyone is aged. Adam still looks the exact same way he did all those years ago as right. Prince Adam. He didn't, get older you know it'd be cool to see adam age right mm -hmm. but he, he didn't and my man takes up the sword and he's like all right no problem and you know and and and, and that's what you know he goes with by the power of <laughs> I, I don't remember it being by the power of <laughs> by the power of great <laughs> i'm like what's wrong with you adam just say the words man you're almost there but when adam came back Guess who's back? Uh, uh, back again. Well, it's 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 interesting the way the way this scenario really it, it adds up to that um, is that when he came back, they came back and literally it seemed like they came right at the time of a fight. So yes. when they came back, they came out outside of Gray Skull, basically right in the middle of a, just finishing up a little fight, you know, with some remaining Skeletor troopers and they, not Skeletor, sorry, um, Triclops. Yeah. Triclops um, trying to, again, now taking the opportunity to try to approach and, you know, try to raid Castle Grayskull. Because the so, sorcerers has gotten, like, no magic left. Triclops says, um, Triclops, he's, he's all about technology, so he knows magic is weak. He knows the sorcerers is weak. It was the prime time prime to time. strike. So, when they did that, you know, they got defeated. So, Triclops, Triclops and his team got defeated. So, now they're basically now going into Grayskull, Everybody's meeting them, realizing, oh, you're back. You brought back the sword. We brought back Adam. Oh, my goodness. Yada, yada. All that wonderful stuff. Yada, yada. Hear me. But it was all wonderful. Cringer just <laughs> crying tears of joy. You know, oh, that's mm -hmm. another wonderful part of the jokes. So now they go down to the basement. They're realizing if, um, like Barry was saying initially um, in the beginning, is that the power of Eternal was, was kept in its particular casement. So the yes. whole idea is that you had to basically put the power back into that casement. So that's what the sword was there to do. So the sword was was starting the process of getting that back, you know, building up the power and everything like that. So as Adam now decides to say, okay, I got to say the magic words by the power of, <gasps> why are we hearing the, huh? Because at that moment, 
ha, our good friend Scores, guess who's back? Basically started to reveal himself and basically form himself back to a solid matter and then stab up the back of Adam in mid-transition and all that power was uh, was stopped. And everybody's like, where did this, where, where this Delta come from? The ram head that Evil Lynn had began to just manifest and became to be a full. The ram head turned into the staff. And then from the staff hand, you start seeing a hand start to grow and basically a whole body yep. start to form. Where was all this? In Evil Lynn's um, power one or basic her, her, her steps, her scepter. Yeah. And as, where the hell were you? All Skeletor said, yeah. So before everything was about to go, the big flashing bright light was about to burn me up. I needed somewhere to run. Scary cat Skeletor. I had to escape somewhere. And the only place I can think that can hold my essence is your scepter. Evelyn, I've been hiding out in your scepter for how many years? Just waiting for the right opportunity and the power to pull me back. Thank you for free room and boarded. What? <laughs> free, whoop, my chair. Free room and board happened up in there. And holy, she's been just like, uh, uh, so, I, so I had to go through all this time? Yeah. Yep. So, so that was the biggest joke. So now that, again, Skeletor, before he died, like I said, before he died, he realized, wait a minute, He-Man is the young prince? And this is how you transform? Okay, I got you. I didn't hear the words again. By the power of uh, Riley. <laughs> Let me just stop you right there, boy. Give me a second. Ba-ting, ba-ting, ba-ting. Drop the sword. I'll pick this up. So what are those words again? Oh, yes. By the power of Grayskull. I have the power. Holy. All you see is Skeletor turns into Beast Mode Skeletor. Yeah. <laughs> and that was hilarious. And I'm like, okay. Right. Well, well, see, once again, this goes back to the toy line. Right? So if you hmm. remember the original toy line back in the 80s, mm-hmm. there was, um, was it, I can't remember what the name of the toy was. It was two that came out. So it was He-Man with full-out armor, like a full breastplate. And if you would punch it, like if you hit where his emblem was, was a He, it would push in and flip, and it was like battle damage He-Man. And it would have a fist in it. And Skeletor had the same thing. Right. Where you would push his emblem, it would flip, and it would show like, where He-Man would punch it, so it would be like the size of his fist. So it was right. battle, I think it was battle damage battle, He-Man. Battle, 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 battle armor. Battle armor. Battle, battle armor. Thank you. Battle armor Skeletor. Battle armor Skeletor. He turned into battle armor Skeletor. That look is right from battle armor Skeletor. That, that's, that's deep. Okay, Kevin, I like you. You almost killed me in episode four. But held up five, watched it, liked it. You you knew your history, battle armor. So he put him very similar into his battle armor mode. Right. What? What? And 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 that's how overall the episode pretty much ends because Adam's there, he's bleeding out. You know, so Tila's about to lose Adam again. He just made it back. We're not so Adam's stabbed from back right through the front with a staff. Mm-hmm. So he's on the ground bleeding out. Tila's going through the shock of pretty much losing Adam again. Adam just got back to Earth and knowing he might not go, he just <laughs> might die. He, he's not, his soul will not go to Paternia because wow. um, he's walked away from it to sacrifice. So even though he was trying to come back and do right, he lasted five minutes. Not even, not even. Yeah. 
Not even. And we didn't even see He-Man. So I know fans are going to say, oh, well, we didn't see enough He-Man. I know they gave flashbacks to He-Man to show He-Man. And they and during those flashbacks, they explained why He-Man's jokes were so corny because he was a 13-year-old kid in a grown man body. So a 13-year-old making jokes sometimes are going to be kind of corny. Same right. thing with Billy Batson and, and Shazam. But he didn't even get a chance to fully go through. So now, are we going to permanently kill off He-Man? Okay, so here's some final thoughts. Hmm. No. 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 Kevin Smith said it best. Kevin Smith was hired by Mattel to write this, put it out there. You Hmm. think Mattel is going to turn around and kill off He-Man when He-Man is the main selling point for their action figures and statues and toys and figures? No. See, Mattel had to, sorry, Rod, Mattel had to learn, had to learn from Hasbro. Hasbro killed off Optimus Prime and they got flack. And they did this when it was pre-computers. So people didn't send emails. People actually sat down there, wrote out letters saying, I can't believe you did this. My kid was crying. What's wrong with you, Hasbro? Blah, blah, blah. Bashing Hasbro. And and so keep in mind, sending an email now is 30 seconds. You open up your computer. Your computer's already open. You're on your phone. Done. Back then, you had to get the line paper, write out your draft, then write it out properly. So this way you get rid of your spelling mistakes. Fold it up. Get the envelope. Lick the sticky glue. Seal it. Put pressure on it. Wait till it properly seals. Put a, you know, going to address sent at, sent from going to address written on the envelope in proper letters, right? So that means you had to find out the address for Hasbro, their mailing address to know it. So you had to do some research, not online. You had to go through the catalog, look at the back of a toy, whatever. Then you had to go down to the post office. You had to buy a stamp. So that's leaving your house and you're either doing a brisk walk, a quick bike ride, or you're going for a car ride. Get there. Buy your stamps. How much post is just to say send this from this state or this province over here? Oh, you need maybe 75 cents. You got to buy two stamps of this, two 35 cent stamps, and a couple of penny stamps. You got to lick those, tap them on the envelope, and then blow on it till it dry. Okay. And then, and if the letter was really thick, you had to weigh it and then put on the proper postage. And then you had to give it to the postman. Or if you had stamps at your house, that's going in. Yeah, yeah, if you had, yeah, I'm going in. If you had stamps at your house, then you had to make sure you put enough postage on there, drop that in the mailbox. Now, you would wait a couple of days because if that letter came back, it would say insufficient postage, please add more. And you're like, ah, oh, all right, lip a couple more stamps, putting them on, wait to dry, drop that in, let it mail out to Hasbro. And then someone had to sit there and open it physically, paper, letter, open it and they would open it and sprinkles would follow sometimes just to piss them off who was reading it so the person that had opened it got covered in sprinkles because you put it in there just to show your disdain for them killing off Optimus Prime so that's what you had to do back then and then Hasbro almost did the same thing for G.I. Joe saying we're going to kill off Duke and then another division went no 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 don't do that we did that with Optimus Prime you see the hate mail that we got in there that people turned around it's mailed to us paid postage and they're like oh geez okay so you know what we're going to put Duke in a coma yeah, yeah, because we see Transformer Division, you guys are still reading all the hate mail, and it's been two years after the movie, so we're, we're just going to do 
Duke in a coma and call it that way because we learn. So therefore, Mattel is not going to kill off He-Man because now with emails, people can send emails with, with to everybody. You can tag, you can at you know, at Hasbro, at Kevin Smith, and you know, hashtag Kevin Smith, hashtag Mattel, you know, not Hasbro, at Mattel, and you can say, so they don't want to see all those comments out there. No, they've learned. They ain't not killing off He-Man. That, that's my two cents. That's your two cents and $45 afterwards. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? Listen, I completely agree that Put it this way, didn't end off with him completely like the man gave out his last breath. So because the boy was still breathing at the end, he going to be all right. I feel he going to be all right. Uh, maybe the power of sources is going to heal him up. We don't know, but he going to be all right. Maybe Tila might have pulled into her secret stash of power that she know she doesn't know she has within her and save up the boy. I don't know, but the boy going to be Band-Aid. all right. Band-Aid the boy, the boy going to be all right. Listen, you if we want to make a kind of futuristic George Jetson up to right now, Superman. They, they can't kill off. They try to kill off Superman. They have to put him in a kind of coma. They can kill him off for one episode from versus Batman versus Superman, and then they have to come back and bring the man back alive again. So you, you can't do that. So don't worry, everyone. Adam slash He-Man is going to be all right. It's a great cap. It's a great cliffhanger to hold you off from episode five until six. Cliffhanger. That's all it is. So I was dying with like, oh my gosh. And I was like, in the same way I was thinking like, no, no, no. As much as Oracle or Bottle. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. They, they can't do that to Adam. So I just realized like, he going to be all right. He going to be all right. He just, you know, just, you know, tough it off, man. Walk it off, man. Walk it off. Walk it off. Walk, <laughs> walk it, it off. off. I'm going to walk hold, it off. Walk hold, it off. Walk yeah, hold, your yeah. chest, hold, hold, hold your chest and walk it off. Man. Hold your chest and walk it off. Um, but what got me mm-hmm. was Evil Lynn. Because at this moment now, when Skeletor is now back in full form, Evelyn, you've been my by my side, continue to be my by my side as we take over Eternia. What say ye? And my girl actually paused. And I like the writing and the, the dramatic to show that she didn't like Skeletor and just ran to him. Like, <gasps> she thought it out. Yes, so did. now I was now on a 50-50 at this point. Now, here's my, my analysis. I'm thinking, right. okay, did she pause because, like, okay, the bad boy's back? Or, because you can see throughout these episodes, these one, well, we'll definitely say from two on, Yes, you can see that Evelyn has been fighting her past. She's just fighting the, the nature of her past and realizing, like, okay, am I really evil? Or have I just been looking to, you know, have I gone, have I gone down the right path and have I, how can yeah. I redeem myself and everything like that? So I now actually thought literally within a split second after she paused, then she walked to say, okay, type of scenario. And she made a little joke again, but she was being the evil end of the Joker, just like saying, you know, just to brush it off. Uh, I got to go on the winning side or something like that. I can't remember yes, the exact yes, phrase. Yes, yes, yes. But I was thinking maybe she's now going to play a double, hopefully. Maybe she'll play a double agent in the sense like the only way to get close to figure this out because she realized that Skeletor may have been always trying to get the power of Eternia. She realized that the good guys, they've only had the best interests, always had the best interests at heart. And now that you come down to magic is running out, that they pulled their resources together. At this point, they could have told her, ah, 
sorry for who you are, whoop, and kicked her out off the ship, off into land, and just let her die out. But they realized, for one, the sorceress trusted her, and that basically they we needed to work together. So maybe she's now going to work the reverse end and say, we need to work together, but I unfortunately can't let it be known that I have to jump ship, but I'll be back when the time is right. I'll switch when the time is right so I can get the power back to the sorceress or whatever the case would be. Right. Because I remember she saying something with the sorceress, like, you trust me. Well, she's trusting me because she's the one who made the plan. Yes. I had to go and find that. So I'm thinking that, again, maybe she's now realizing that here is someone who, who is supposedly my mortal enemy trusting me with this. When all counts comes down to it, to it that magic is gone, is, is running out of Eternia, my trusted enemy is now trusting me to be able to go and get the resources to do that. I could have done it on my own, per se. Now that I know what I had to do, I never had to come back to her. Or I could have done it myself. But realizing that we needed to work together. The evil guy, the evil Skeletor is back. Yeah, but he's always been bad for me. I'm realizing I can't go for the bad boys anymore. It's yeah, no exactly. good for me. So she could be playing it for right now, but I think she's probably just playing it for right now. And then we're going to see probably like episode first five and five. Add my math. That brings to 10. Won't be on 10. Maybe on eight. No, sorry. Maybe nine. maybe nine or eight. She'll just, you know, Evelyn will just turn into Lynn and yep. be Lynn and just say, like you said, she has history. Her father was a guardian. Yes. So she has goodness or she's seen the realm of goodness because she's brought up in that particular world. Right. So she may realize the errors of her ways completely now at that time, episode eight or episode, maybe episode nine or episode 10 and do a last minute. Sorry, Skeletor. Throw it over to whoever who's going to be deemed as the new sea man or defender of the universe. Because who said it has to be Adam? He may be healed. He may, he may be all walking it off, still walking it off, still alive, but still walking off. He's like, yeah. We're going to have to give it to somebody else. We'll go for Tila. Who knows? We'll just leave it at that. What? Well, that's it. And see, and that's, you bring up some good points. So here we go, right? So we'll wrap this one up real quick, but here's um, some good points on that. So you're right. It doesn't have to necessarily be he, man, right? And uh, and and, they, and there's so many ways it can go with this. So, I mean, one possible way is Tila could be the new champion. So, or, or look at this. Evelyn, as you said, about eight or but maybe episode eight or nine could turn around and say, okay, well, this was all you know, the sorceress thinking forward. She, you know, seeing that, you know, maybe they spoke about a contingency plan saying, hey, Skeletor always seems to find a way back like Thanos. You can't kill him or dark side. Always, every time you Real think you kill him, they always come back. Real so it could have been a plan from, from what they said before. I said, hey, if we come across scenario X where Skeletor comes back for some reason, team up with him again. Don't let him ju- judge your, you know, doubt your loyalty. Just, just play it off. You've been doing well so far. Just... Follow his plan, see what he's gonna do, usurp his plan, stop it, you know, and bring back magic. So this way we can finally get rid of Skeletor for once and for all. So let him go through with his plan, kind of backstab Skeletor, but it might play out into simple simple scenarios that Eva Lynn, or let's go back, let's just call her Lynn, she might become the new sorceress. Because the sorceress is getting old. She's got to go. She's, she right. realized she's getting old, right? Absolutely. So let's just Absolutely. say that we're trying to replace the sorceress. And, I'm, and hear me out. Because maybe T- she, her and Tila have that talk to talk. And it's like, Tila, well, you're my daughter. And it's like, yeah, well, you know, I always suspected that. Blah, 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 blah. Dealt with that. Okay, but mom, 
I don't want to be the sorceress. I, I, right. I'm not a magic person, you know? So it could come in a couple of scenarios that Lynn could be the temporary sorceress mm-hmm. the, to be the new guardian of Castle Grayskull while her mom teaches her magic to eventually take over that role. Maybe Tila might just walk away from magic and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to go back to just being a man at arms for mm-hmm. the castle. Um, we don't know what's happened to Adam's parents and what state they're in. We talked about that in part one. Right. So Adam showing up, even if he's on death's door and all that, he might turn around and say, well, dad, I'm Prince Adam, you know, and his dad might be happy, angry. We don't know what his mom and dad are going to say when they see him again or hear about him coming back and finding out, you know, talking about him being he-man all those years. His dad might step down as king and retire and Prince Adam might go from Prince Adam to King Adam. So if he's a king, he's not going to be out there as he-man risking his life. So he might be King Adam and Mm -hmm. Tila you know, might take the power sword and be a new version of He-Man, right? Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, they might bring back She-Ra. <laughs> yep. Yeah, completely, completely. Complete. She's already got the power sword and say, hey, we need you to be guardian of this one. How's things with Hordak over there? We've right. taken care of it. You know, we, we don't know. So there's a lot of different ways this can go. And I'm looking more to see the trailers to kind of get a feel of which way it's going to go. Right. So that, that's, see- that's my wrap up on that. So, you know what, I'll add to that in the sense of, because you brought up the point of, we don't know what the plan was from the beginning. We don't know if sources uh, might have implemented this plan. Like you said, if scenario X comes in, or in the sense that we're going back to Thanos, Thanos and Doctor Strange and realizing, I need that, I need that, it was the, it's not the power gem. Which is the gem that, um, what was the name of the gem that Doctor Strange had? I can't remember off the top of my head. It's a green one, but I can't remember off the top oh, of my head. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, but, but, but basically, yes. Strange basically gave that up. And when the Ancient One realized, wait a minute, Strange gave up just like that? There had to be the consent, there had to be a plan. He foresaw something that we just didn't know and we had yep. to let it play out. So yep. that literally is a Thanos slash Doctor Strange moment at that time. So for all we know, there's a plan set in motion. And uh, Kevin... We know that's your, that's where you're going. We know you're doing that. You're not letting us know. You're being sly. We're watching you, but we know that's what you're doing. And let it let it play out because that's that has to be it. That has to be it. We're not going to end off Master Universe. Um, I can't see us ending off Mass Master Universe nope. in that particular standard. Nope. No, no, no. It's gonna nope. you're gonna let the you're gonna let the evil side let the let the forces of evil get their power. You know. He's been obtain- He's been trying to. He was striving for that for how many years? Yep. How many years? Being a dis- being a disciple, a-, a follower of Hordak, and he never got the power, respect that he wanted from Hordak. He's been striving on and turning up to have the power of Grayskull. Okay, congratulations, Episode Five. You now have the power. Be gone. You have the power for the next three three and a half episodes. By Episode Eight, Episode Nine, the power is going to switch back. Yeah. Or basically by nine. So you have another three episodes, the next three and a half episodes. Go Enjoy. have your fun. Enjoy. Enjoy. Have your cake. Eat it. But we're going to take it back at the end. Exactly. Just have your you cake, know. eat it. But guess what? We didn't give you any milk. What? Exactly. Choke on that. Choke, Choke on, on that. that. <laughs> Choke on that with your bony neck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Well, that, that brings us to this point. So I mm-hmm. agree. We're going to look forward to the trailer. We're still, I'm still Team Yay on this episode, on, on these episodes that came out, Kevin Smith, good stuff, you know, um, but you almost like, kill me! <laughs> as as we, kill. 
you almost killed me. Like Fluffy, you know, uh, Fluffy Gabriel Iglesias, when he told that story, it's like, oh, Mr. Fluffy, you almost uh, killed me. Yeah, Kevin, you almost killed me. So on that note, mm. thank you very much for everyone for tuning in. Thank you very much for liking and putting in your comments on our, our, our links below. So you'll find our Instagram, YouTube, uh, obviously you're on the YouTube, but Instagram, Twitter, um, Facebook pages, uh, show some love to, you know, Rod on, on Wednesdays and other nights he pops up and DJing, you know what I mean? And this is the Iconist podcast. Thank you for tuning mm-hmm. in. And remember this whole world started with a pencil, a piece of paper and imagination. Keep on dreaming. Dream on people. Dream on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think we're dreaming. Dreaming of a future in eternity. Power soul. <laughs> Powell's over his I am Skeletor in my battle armor. I am. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Take care, everyone. <laughs> Skeletor, 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 Skeletor. Skeletor. Nice.